Welcome to the chat. This podcast is here to encourage and challenge you in your walk with Christ by inspiring women of faith. Chat means an informal conversation, and we can't wait for you to hear this episode of the chat podcast. Your host, Nina Evans, is a Christian marriage and family counselor, police chaplain, national speaker, author, and religion columnist for the Republic newspaper. The chat podcast originates from your gospel station, WYGS, a southern gospel radio station in Columbus, Indiana. If you'd like to sponsor the radio show or podcast, please contact WYGS at 812-373-9947 or WYGS.org. Welcome to the chat. Welcome, everyone, to the very first broadcast of The Chat. I'm coming to you from the beautiful southern Indiana city of Columbus. My name is Nida Evans, and I'll be the host for The Chat. It will air each Saturday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock and can be accessed through radio station WYGS which is at the FM 91.1 on your dial. You can listen to it live stream and through podcast by downloading the WYGS app. The chat will also be available through iTunes. In the studio with me today, I have two dear friends of mine, Tracy Pike, who is going to chat with me in a little bit. I think she has some questions she'd like to ask me. I also have Gretchen Fisher, who's going to offer a prayer of dedication. I think it's important for this program to be dedicated to God and ask him to use it to bring glory to himself by building up and encouraging us women who follow him. Welcome, Gretchen and Tracy. Well, Gretchen, would you you say start a a prayer for us? I'd, I'd be honored to do so, Nida. Would you please join me in prayer? O gracious, merciful, and loving Father, we come before you this morning with grateful hearts. Lord, grateful for all your blessings, for all your goodness. And today especially, Lord, we are grateful that you put this radio ministry on Nida's heart. And we are so grateful that she has obediently answered your call and that you have brought this outreach to fruition. May her efforts and the efforts of all those involved be pleasing to you. And may the words spoken on this program reflect your heart. May all glory be yours alone, Lord. We are especially grateful to this radio station, WYGS, for their efforts in providing this wonderful opportunity for this program to air. Lord, we welcome you to this inaugural session of the chat and ask your presence at each session going forward. Holy Father, we ask your blessing on each woman who will participate on the chat. Passionate, determined women who have tasted your goodness, who have walked with you on the mountaintops, as well as in the valleys of life. And that they, and they know, Lord, you can be trusted with every challenge in every season. And they are willing to share with others their journey of saving grace that has brought them to trust in you alone. Oh, may they be an inspiration, Lord, to others who are seeking your faith and a deeper relationship with you. And Lord, we ask you to stir and prepare the hearts and minds of our listening audience, that they may desire a closer walk with you. May your Holy Spirit compel them to pursue you so they may purposefully walk with you. And as they draw near to you, 
that they may delight in knowing you more fully, that if any are now whispering your name, Lord, oh, they will be empowered to go forth shouting your name. Lord, we know you desire our hearts and you provide our joy. We love you and we praise your name. May we glorify you by living close to you. May we continue to live and grow in your grace. And may we shine your light in your grace on others. And may grateful hearts be our daily companions. Lastly, we dedicate the chat, the entire program, to you, Lord, to your will and to your purpose, and especially to your glory. May you alone be glorified, and may your truth reach all who need to hear. It is for your glory and for our good that I pray all these things in the mighty, majestic, powerful, and precious name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you, Gretchen, for offering that prayer. Well, the chat, the mission statement for it is found in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, and it reads, Therefore, encourage one another and let each one help to strengthen his friend, just as you are presently doing. And also a verse from Proverbs 27.17 that says, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another two very important scriptures uh, that we will see in future programs of the chat uh, that we that we have those there. Um, well, I guess it's time for you to interview me, Tracy, being this is the first um, program. We thought it best that I uh, put myself out there because I'm going to be putting other women out there in future programs. So I'm on the hot seat for the next uh, 45 minutes or so. So take it away, Tracy. And I know what an uncomfortable seat that is for you, Nida. So thank you for just modeling um, leadership uh, and, um, I don't know, just the graciousness and humility that other women will be invited to share and I hope the listener is finding that this is going to be a show of encouragement, of hope and light. And as we just share testimonies and life experiences with one another, that there is um, encouragement to be had, uh, especially during times of uh, discouragement, it seems like, uh, as a cultural norm. So, um, Nida, I just think it would be fair if you would just kind of tell us a little bit about your testimony and what um, has brought you to this point in your life. Well, I became a Christian when I was 16. I was in a Sunday school class one Sunday morning. It was a high school class, and the Sunday school teacher talked about heaven and hell, and that's all it took for the rest of the day. It was so much on my mind because I knew that I didn't want to spend eternity in hell. And so I, um, after, after I accepted Christ that day, then after that, from that moment on, then it was overwhelming love. From that day till now, overwhelming love. So I came to the Lord in fear, but I ended up being in love with him, just like he's in love with me, of That's course. That's so awesome. That is so awesome. Um, I love that testimony. And it's going to be so exciting to hear from women across, you know, our, our communities about their encounter with Christ and 
what was the pivoting point. So that's that's really neat. Thank you. That's for why that. I think Sunday school is so important. Yes. You'll never hear me say a negative thing about Sunday school classes right. because I know that's how I came to the Lord. And if I did, there are many, many more who can. Amen. Amen. Well, tell us a little bit then about um, what we can expect from this format um, for people coming moving forward. We're going to break from the format of our program uh, today, just as we're interviewing you as our future host. Um, but tell us about the format we can expect, and then we'll start uh, kind of aligning ourselves with that format, I guess, a bit. Okay. Uh, the uh, It will be interview style, although we will be chatting all the way through. By the way, chat to chat means to a, an informal, friendly conversation. Right. That's what chat means. And so that's what these programs w- are meant uh, to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will start with with the guest testimony. We'll go on to the relationship that they have with Jesus. We'll get in prayer life, devotions, Bible study, and just many other areas of what a, a woman of faith, what their life looks like. Now, we're all different. So that means that we we will all have different things to say, but it's going to be so much fun and so enlightening. You know, uh, we learn in Scripture that older women are to teach younger women. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That means that women are to teach women. We are to learn for, from each other, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's that's the importance of hearing each other's life, so that whatever they say about's going on in theirs, you can learn. We can each learn from that. Mm-hmm. And not that a man listening couldn't glean some information, (laughs) some great insights about women and the way women and our relationships with God, you know, look like, Um, but focused for women and encouragement toward women as iron sharpens iron, as you said. So could you tell us a little bit about your family? Um, Thank you for sharing your testimony. I know that's very uh, sacred story, but um, tell us a little bit about your family and um Sure. Uh, where, where you're from and where you live and just give us some okay. background information. I always like to talk about my kids, but mostly my grandkids. You know how it is if, oh, you, yes. if you have them. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, my husband, I was uh, married to him for 36 years and he passed away in 2013. He had early onset Alzheimer's and so he is gone now. Uh, but we have three daughters. The, our first one, Katie, is in heaven. Our second daughter, Erin, is a, she lives in Bloomington and she is a, uh, a journeyman electrician, but she's in business for herself. She is one of the few, uh, women in the state of Indiana that is a licensed home inspector. Wow. So that's a little bit about her. And then our youngest is Ashley and she, uh, she is a teacher by trade, but right now she's busy producing my grandchildren. And I, so I say, Hey, you know, it's, it, it, that's fine. If you don't need to teach or want to teach or whatever. <laughs> and then she's married to Aaron Stacy, who is a software engineer for Google. Okay. Um, so yeah. So uh, let me tell you my grandchildren, my grandchildren, their ages are five, three, and two. And so, uh, as, as you can imagine, she has her hands full right now. Uh, she's teaching. All right. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Right. Well, um, thank you for sharing that, but you know, I've, happen to have the opportunity and blessing to read your biography or a little bit about yourself your bio and um you know you have experience uh, vast experience in your work life through marriage and family counseling um as the owner of confidential christian counseling tell us about that well i started out uh 
as a social worker when I got out of college. I did that a few years, and then I was um, then I did various things, substitute taught, and so forth. While our kids were little, and then I, when I was older, at forty, I felt like the Lord was calling me to go in, go into uh, counseling. Mm-hmm. So I went, uh, you know, did all my schooling, did everything I needed to become a, a, a Christian uh, counselor, mm-hmm. and uh, then my first job out of my well actually my last uh schooling was through focus on the family i was hoping you're going to mention that yeah Yeah. once i finished that then i had all of the uh, all that i uh, needed Mm -hmm. to be able to to do that uh so then uh i uh graduated from that was hired here in town by a firm at the time called Brumball and Associates okay and they wanted me to go on staff and actually i would be contracted and uh, not only do the depressions and all those things, but I would all they wanted me to be a Christian counselor so that mm-hmm. if, if there was a spiritual issue, then they could call me into it if the client so desired. And mm-hmm. I would help in that way. Well, I worked there for about six weeks. I oh, went wow. home. I went, I went home after six weeks and, and walked in the front door and I, my husband was sitting in there and I said, honey, I said, I can't do this. I said, I can't sit in an office knowing that the people, my clients, many of them did not have the amount of money, which at that time was $70 an hour, didn't have the money. And that added pressure, that added stress Mm -hmm. to uh, their healing through Mm -hmm. the counseling process. So we ended up deciding that we would go private, that we would never charge a fee for counseling, and we would not accept any kind of reimbursement for counseling. So for almost 30 years now, I have not received one penny for wow. uh for counseling wow what a ministry what what a gift to so many people that god has used you to enhance and bring health to people and that was that's your gift to god that's your sacrifice yeah and even though i don't receive an income never have received an income from counseling mm-hmm. um I bet he's provided. Oh, yeah, he's he's provided. In fact, uh, I've never, again, paid one penny for overhead all this almost 30 years. Uh, Right now, Aqua Water Systems, they said, hey, they said, your ministry is too important to this community. We will take care of your phone. You will, you will, we provide your office for you. We will take care of everything. And so that was the board of the national company. Okay. Yeah. And so... Uh, oh, anyway. that you had worked for. Yeah. I yeah. see. So they... Yeah. So the company takes care of everything for How me. How neat. I mean, that's our God. Our God provides. Yes. Yes. He has for me, for sure. Well, tell us a little bit um, about your um, national conference speaking experience. Well, it, you know, it's been a lot of fun because of COVID, though. Uh, in March, I canceled the rest of my bookings for uh, up till now, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, and um, taking care of, um, uh, and I haven't taken any other uh, class. I bookings. haven't, yeah, mm-hmm. done any other bookings for mm-hmm. it. So, but what does that how, look like? You spoke all no, over the nation, I've, and what kind of venues? I've, I've, uh, I've done, I've done it all. I've done retreats. I've done all kinds of uh, 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 teaching on uh, different issues having to do with women. Mm-hmm. Um, they name it, you know. And if I believe God wants me to go, I will speak on whatever it is that they want me to speak on. 
That's awesome. I I love the theme of your life of how you seek God and just follow. You have no preset agenda, <laughs> and that's very important. <laughs> well. Um, and so you also um, happen to be in our community, a Columbus City police chaplain. So you're continuing to use your counseling, I'm sure, through many diverse ways, but also when called upon in crisis, I'm assuming. Tell me about that. Actually, uh, the chaplains for the city police department here uh, service the employees of the police department, and there are almost 100 employees. So uh, of all the jobs, I think it probably is one of the most rewarding because these officers and these employees, they work so hard. They work so hard. And so I do everything I can, and we chaplains do everything we can to 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 just help them them unpack the stress i'm sure of the situations they've been put in and you know maybe we do do death calls we do Mm. uh yeah emergency situations and we can be called out plus we do a chapel service Mm. uh once a month in fact that was yesterday and and enjoyed seeing that you know administration members there well thank you the way you're serving our community through through that service as well I also remember you um, had shared with me that you have been involved in natural disaster relief counseling through um, natural disaster, not just in Columbus. Tell me about that. Well, uh, I don't go to all disasters. If I did, I would never come home and, right. I'd, be, and I'd be so worn out when I was home. Uh, yeah, but, some of them make the news, but some of them do not. Natural disasters are occurring every day. That's correct. Uh, about two years ago, the, uh, the, I felt uh, God wanting me to start doing disaster work. And so I've in the last two years, I've gone on four. I've gone to, I just, in August, I went to Iowa, uh, where it was hit by a Dreco, which is a hurricane over land. Wow, I don't even know if I knew the terminology for that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so I went there, uh, and uh, I mean... a third of the state was wiped out. The cornfields were flattened, buildings, wow. you know, all of that. And then uh, I've been to South Alabama where tornadoes hit. And uh, I always go to the hardest hit mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. I never go- do the outlining stuff. God mm-hmm. always puts me in the very hardest hit area of that disaster. Mm-hmm. And so uh, 23 people were killed in the and I saw right where it was, right where those twenty and I thought no way could those people have you know, mm-hmm. have lived through that. Mm-hmm. So I did that and then uh I've been to southeast Texas on two different flood uh, trips. See, what I do is I go into a flood area, I meet with the city officials, and they open all the doors for me to be able to, to do that. The council. I wish this program was longer because I would just love to hear more about that ministry in and of itself. But I also happen to know you're an area Bible class teacher, and I know how much you love Sunday school. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I uh, I uh, teach, uh, bi- have taught many Bible classes through the years. And actually, I teach just a lot of different classes, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, give classes to uh, caregivers. I give classes to pastors to teach them how to be better counselors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you, parenting classes are, they're fun mm-hmm. to me. They're, they are fun. You get some of these new parents in there and they just need a little extra guidance, mm-hmm. you know? And then, um, probably the most rewarding, um, 
is to uh, go uh, is to teach uh, on the subject of mentoring. Mm. Mentoring, you know, mm-hmm. you don't just affect one person by doing that. You end up affecting many, many people with right. that. Oh, I can't imagine. I hope I'm near somewhere near. I don't know how this all works in heaven um, when people are being recognized for the impact that you have had on their lives. I know you're more recently writing um, a religion column for the Republic newspaper, and you've authored a book that um, called Legacy of Faith, 40-Day Devotional. So um, I'm really excited to hear more about your life and more about how um, you pray and how you've grown. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and right after the break, we're going to dig a little bit more into how God has been using your life to serve Him. Sounds good to me. So we'll be right back with the chat. If you're just joining us, this is The Chat with Nida Evans, and it will air each Saturday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock and can be accessed through radio station WYGS, which is at FM 91.1. You can listen to it live stream and through podcast by downloading the WYGS app. The chat will also be available through iTunes. The host for this week is Tracy Pike. Nida, I know you are um, very uncomfortable with being the interviewed because you will be in the future the interviewer of uh, the chat. But um, I thank you for the opportunity to allow our listeners to get to know you and hear about your credentials, your life story. Um, Thank you for sharing your testimony with us. I'd like to ask you a little bit more about your the depth of your relationship with Jesus. And I think that's what, um, you know, the chat is about ironing, sharpening iron, us women sharpening one another, but men listening. I'm sure you could benefit as well, as I said earlier. But um, tell us a little bit about how you have developed this deep abiding relationship with Jesus um, through your prayer life. I know you've written a devotional um, called the Legacy of Faith 40-Day Devotional. But tell us about your prayer life, because I don't know of very many women who um, have a deep an abiding relationship with Jesus that does not spend a lot of time on their knees as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah well, I, I tell you, when I have big decisions to make, I make those decisions in my prayer closet. Actually, it's my bedroom closet. And even though I live alone, I felt many years ago the importance that I needed someplace special that was dark, no light getting in, you know, I can just sit Focus. and pr- yes. And so that's how I spend a lot of time there. I, I listen. I listen a lot. Sometimes I will go into that closet mm, two, three times a, a day mm-hmm. and I will just sit you know, and listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will, uh, you know, I talk, I, I, I do my share of talking, you know, <laughs> the Lord knows that I, that I'm not short on words, <laughs> right. uh, but that's how I, that's how I um, spend uh, a, a lot of my prayer time. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I think I should tell you how this program came about. Mm-hmm. 
I was traveling uh, in my car one day, and I had I was listening to WYGS as usual, and there was a talk program on. And all of a sudden, I heard an inaudible voice that said, you can do this. And I paused, and then I, I gave a real professional reply. I said, <laughs> huh? <laughs> and then another pause, and I heard it again. You can do this. And so uh, I, the, at that point, I thought, well, we'll, we'll, we'll move on to thinking about something else. Because, you know, Scripture says the sheep know the shepherd's voice right and i knew Mm -hmm. i knew where that was coming from Mm -hmm. it was a new thought i had never heard him Mm -hmm. make those comments and not one you wanted to think (laughs) oh definitely not i tell you i get stretched so much anyway Mm -hmm. by things that he wants me to do and i so then i dismissed it and then uh for the next couple of days i heard you can do this wow and then i knew that this was something i was going to have to face mm-hmm. so i went to my prayer closet and i started praying lord is there something you want me to do mm-hmm. and so for about a week i you know it was kind of like i just wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that that it was what he wanted mm-hmm. me to do. Mm-hmm. And so after after a, a week, I uh, went back in my closet and I said, Lord, I will do this. Mm-hmm. I will be obedient to you for this. And then I started crying and mm-hmm. I said, Lord, you know, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a clue where to begin mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was like he said to me, I, I will guide you. Mm-hmm. I will help you. Mm-hmm. I will pro- provide everything you need so that this can be uh, so that you can do this. And so that's how it. So then from that point on, after when I left the closet that day, I knew the name of the program. I had the assurance that God was going to guide me through it, and I had the assurance that he would provide everything and everyone that I would need to help me do what needed to be done. And I'm glad this is radio and people can't see, but I have tears in my eyes right now knowing that I'm a part of this moment that has come to fruition, that God planted the seed in you, and that you had the heart and willingness to obey totally outside your comfort zone, but you trusted God. And here we sat with the fine Jim Hudson (laughs) Um, in a radio station, having this conversation that God has provided. And um, just, it's an honor to be a part of that. But I also just want to tell you how much I admire your willingness to hear God's voice and not suppress it and press into it through your prayers. And you know, another thing that I felt very compelled to ask you about is you have shared with me through your prayers how you pray for yourself. And that's kind of a, a interesting concept to me. Can you share with me a little bit about your prayer life and, and how you pray for yourself? Well, each morning before I get out of the bed, out of the bed I start talking to the Lord. I mm-hmm. want him to know that I'm focused, and I have to do that at the mm-hmm. very, begin, very beginning of, mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. And so there are certain things that I that I express to him. I don't say them in a certain order. I just pray them, and I don't pray these things 
exactly the same way every mm-hmm. day. But by the end of the day, I will have said in some form mm-hmm. these uh, prayers. Okay. Uh, and so I, the first one is, I want to be in the center of your will today, Father, no matter what I'm doing. I want to be obedient to you. Mm-hmm. And again, I may ch- change the verbiage a little bit, mm-hmm. but I want him to know that I want to do whatever he asked me to do for that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I may say that morning, I want to be on your path, not you on my path. Because I know if I follow, if I'm, if you follow me, I'll lead us both astray. (laughs) But when I follow your lead, I know I will never go astray. Mm -hmm. You see, there is a difference between Mm -hmm. us being on his path and him coming along with us on our path. And I know me, me. just like you, Tracy, you know you. Mm -hmm. And so we want, so I want to make sure the Lord knows that I want to be on his path. Whatever it is, I want to be on his path. That's good. Then I may say, Lord, don't let me get away with anything that's not pleasing to you. Mm -hmm. See, again, I know me. Mm-hmm. I know me, and mm-hmm. I know that I can be manipulative. I can be deceiving. I know I can lie. Mm-hmm. I can, hey, as a as a fallen uh, uh, member of the human race, mm-hmm. I know that I need to focus on him and how he wants me to live. So that's an important prayer to me. You're not then, alone, sister. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. This I know that's going to be resonating. Everyone in, everyone yeah. in here is shaking their heads. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Then I may say, thank you, Lord, for I know that you have already gone ahead of me and have prepared the way for what you want me to accomplish through you today. Mm-hmm. And that's so important, again, to say that, I know he's already got things going. Mm-hmm. He's already there. I just want to accomplish whatever it is he wants me to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can go through the day, accomplish all kinds of things, but, but not many of them may be what he wants me to have done. Mm-hmm. And so again, a focus on what he wants for me. And yeah. then one of the last ones, I, I say, whatever you ask of me this day, I want to say yes. Mm-hmm. I want to say yes. And I learned this many, many years ago that I'd rather God work with me on anything than to have to work on me. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So again, I may pick, uh, you know, I, I, however my heart feels that I should be praying mm-hmm. uh, to him before I get out of the bed. Beautiful, beautiful, and so inspiring, Nida, that you are all through the day, you know, so cognizant of posturing this obedience to, I want to follow you, I don't want my will to be accomplished, but yours, I will do what you ask, and here we sit, you know, um, with the fruition of, of just one of those directives from God. How beautiful. Well, thank beautiful. you. Thank you. Uh, Tracy, I was just thinking about the fact that it is so hard for me to talk about myself. I can talk about anybody all day, but when it comes to me. And then when I think about uh, the, the credentials and I mm-hmm. think about accomplishments, I see those as open doors mm-hmm. that God gives to me, and mm-hmm. he's working ahead of me, mm-hmm. he opens those doors so that he can get me to where he wants me to serve him. Amen. I simply see myself as a, as a servant, nothing mm-hmm. more, 
nothing less, Mm -hmm. nothing greater than anyone else's Mm -hmm. call in life, whatever Mm -hmm. God has them doing. I would be just as happy being a custodian or uh, work in a bank or any any other any other mm-hmm. occupations that people have, but the ones that I have are just happen to be the ones that God wants me to do. And look how you're using them, you know. But I'm gonna guess, and I'm going to surmise that this type of depth of dependence on God and obedience came from not mountaintop experiences. You have not had this perfect, beautiful life. This is why God's called you to all this wonderful work um i'm sure there's depths of pain that have been that have forged this relationship with god would you care to share with us um some of the hardships or struggles in your life that um, have gotten us to this place well i think as i think back over my life i think of two times in particular i think about when i was 28 and uh, I delivered our first child, Katie, stillborn. She mm-hmm. had the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck three times. Mm-hmm. And so she suffocated at uh, at eight months. And I think about dealing with death mm-hmm. as a 28-year-old. Mm-hmm. But I also think about all of the women who have had miscarriages, mm-hmm. have lost children in various ways. And so I see, you know, I can relate to those people in counseling because mm-hmm. I've been there there yeah I've been there yeah so that that was a major struggle for me and I struggled with God on that and and it, even in my um, book legacy of faith I write about that mm-hmm. about what you know how I had to have it out with God but mm-hmm. how loving and patient he was with me to allow me to be angry at him and get out you know, get all of that out, mm-hmm. get all of that out of my, uh, mm-hmm. out of my, um, uh, thought and, and all of that. So right, right. that was tough. And then, uh, another, uh, struggle was we all know about the flood of tw- two, 2008. And well, we might not all because people <laughs> might be listening from other communities. Oh, so yeah, yeah. T- tell us a little That's bit right. about that That's actually, right. um, in Columbus, Indiana. Okay. Uh, in 2008, Columbus had a severe flood, uh, and, um, um, all of the city was affected in one way or another. Half of Columbus may not have been hit by flood waters, mm-hmm. but they had friends and mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. and people that they knew that had their homes uh, completely destroyed. destroyed. Yes. yes, devastation. How ironic that you have in your um, in your passion to minister to people that are survivors of floods now yes yes <laughs> that's not ironic at all no, i think no. that's godronic <laughs> oh yes oh yes i understand yeah, it i absolutely. understand because when i go and i work with those people who have who are suffering trauma right. because of the natural disaster hey just, i've been there yeah because one trauma it doesn't matter what the trauma is everything else that happens is also trauma so trauma is trauma however it mm-hmm. comes but about. just came in the form of a flood in 2008 which completely destroyed your home but you were dealing with some other issues at the same time that amplified that trauma i'm sure yes i was so i so you know so after the flood uh the, my house uh had uh no walls no floors, but we did get to keep the ceiling, and we were thankful that we got to keep the ceiling of our home. What a perspective to have. We got <laughs> to keep the ceiling. The hey, ceiling we, was unaffected. That's right. We had to have hope from somewhere, right. and that, that gave me hope. Uh, so then uh, all of that lost all 
possessions that we had. And um, then at the same time, I had already been suffering uh, from another uh, flood. And that was the flood of my husband uh, having early onset Alzheimer's. Mm, the flood of grief. Yes, yes. Mm. And he was in, there are seven stages in Alzheimer's, and he was at stage four uh, mm. at, the, at the time. So uh, it, that, was, that was even harder. Um, you know, how, uh, to me, that's why I can, I can deal so much more and help even more people today mm -hmm. because of suffering, you know, from from those. So do we have time for me to tell the Walmart well, story or do we need to wait? Let's put that as a little teaser, okay. as a little uh, hook and bait oh, there. Oh, 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 it's a doozy. <laughs> I want to hear the Walmart story. So, <laughs> okay. um, so we're going to take a quick break and um, just be so grateful for our gracious sponsors and um, come back. And we're going to learn more about Nida Evans' um, pains and struggles and what has forged her deep relationship to love Jesus so much and obey him. This is The Chat on WYGS. Welcome back. This is Tracy Pike. I am just guest hosting today on The Chat. The Chat will air each Saturday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock and can be accessed through the radio station WYGS, which is found at 91.1 on your dial. You can listen to The Chat live stream and through podcasts by downloading the WYGS app. The Chat will also be available through iTunes. So we were right in the middle of a hook line and sinker st story about the pains and struggles of life and i hated that we left off on that little cliffhanger there but we are talking about how life is not mountaintop experiences if you've lived very long we all understand there are painful moments in life that somewhat change the trajectory of our life and really develop or hurt our relationship with God. And you were going to tell us about one of those stories. Yeah, it went along with the flood and talking about that. Well, I decided that each day I would try to get Dave out with his Alzheimer's and just for a little while during the day. Because you all had been impacted by the flood of 2008 in Columbus, Indiana, where your home was completely destroyed. But you got to keep the roof. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Actually, the correct word is ceiling. Oh, the I got ceiling. to keep the ceiling. Oh, okay. But yes, yes. So what, So each day I would take him out. And one day I remember us going to Walmart. And normally when I'd take him to Walmart to walk, we would, I would let him push a cart. Mm -hmm. And he'd walk alongside me. Well, this particular day I decided, oh, let's just go without a cart today. Mm -hmm. So we started walking the aisles. And all of a sudden I heard a big commotion. And I and I looked around and Dave was not beside me. Uh -oh. I ran to where I thought he might be and he was trying to take the cart of another man and oh. the man the man was so mad. Was oh. so mad. Not understanding he's not dealing understanding. with Alzheimer's. I, I guess I thought that the man should uh, you know he should be, be able empathetic. to tell something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but anyway, so he Dave was hanging on tight to that cart and oh. he was not going to let it go. But I used my counseling skills that's one time there when counseling go. skills came <laughs> came into good use so i got it smoothed over 
I took Dave by the arm. We started walking away from the situation. And probably, oh, about 20 seconds later, I hear another commotion. And it was louder than the first one. Oh, my I goodness. looked beside me. Dave was gone again. You're going to need to start paying better attention, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I watched things close <laughs> after that. So I ran to where he was again. And the same man, he was holding on to that cart so tightly. And the man was about to slug him. I mean, they, he was about. And here, Dave had this innocent look on his face. He had no idea mm-hmm. why this man was treating him the way he was. Mm-hmm. So I did. I finally got that, got it settled down, and I decided it's time to leave this place. Mm-hmm. So we, so so we went home. And after that, I watched. You know, uh, when I went someplace, it it had to had to have a cart with me. And mm-hmm. him holding tightly to it. But I th- th- look back and I think about how, how much pain I was mm-hmm. in to be suffering and watching over Dave, not knowing when he was going to run away or when he was going to uh, mm-hmm. just disappear or whatever he was doing. Right. And so added on to having to deal with a house and having and to flood re- and rebuild. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so I, that I, I think about that, but I think too about that time. And there was a song that would play on the radio when I was uh, driving somewhere to do, have something to do with uh, rebuilding the house. Mm-hmm. And there was a song that was popular on WYGS at that time. Mm-hmm. And I would hear that song. I would pull off the road into a parking lot or any place I could find. And I would sob and mm. sob because my heart was so broken by all of that. And you know, Tracy, I think that I would like for everyone listening to be able to hear the song that God used mm-hmm. to minister to me for weeks and weeks during that flood. Once, What once was... A healing song became my anthem. So let's listen to that song right now. I think that would be a blessing to our listeners. I've been numb from the shock of devastation, left so confused that it paralyzed my prayers. That unexpected pain tore my heart into pieces and just left my faith hanging there but I rose up from the ashes of my despair and with your strength I stood and I declared that if you took it all The precious thing that I held was stripped out of my hands. I will stand and praise your holy name if you took it all away. God, I must believe that you are with me. 
that used to have a purpose and a plan. And when you have proved and you have tried me, I will shine like gold in your hands. And I'll rise up from the ashes of my despair. Lord, with your strength, I'll stand and I'll declare that if you took it all away, every gift you ever gave, the sun that shines in my days, the stars that you display, and if you never blessed again, if you gave another try. What a powerful song uh, that was at that time. Mm -hmm. And so today when I hear that song, of course, uh, my mind goes back to pulling off to the side of the road and listening and sobbing and sobbing. Mm -hmm. And so again, I say it became my anthem Mm -hmm. after we were through the rebuilding of the house and all that. Mm -hmm. So for the rest of my life. That made su- that song made such an impact on me. Mm-hmm. I, it will always be my anthem. I am sure our listeners can resonate with the fact that music does have a special place in many people's spiritual walk and life, and become anthems of seasons of their life in the strength of God that that grew in you um, and encouragement it was for you. I'm sure. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, Nida. I hope our listeners have enjoyed an in-depth look. Thank you for the humility it takes to talk about yourself. I know that's not comfortable for you at all, and it won't be for our future listeners either. But um, I hope all of our guests will be praying into how they could share their story to encourage other women, which is the whole focus of the chat. 
Yes. Um, I will tell you that my first guest will be Dr. Cheryl Harris. Many of you know her. She is a pediatrician here in Columbus. So I'm looking forward to interviewing her. Mm -hmm. And again, when I interview her, it will be much different than our chat today. Right, right. We have kind of veered from the norm of what people can expect, but not so much in that. People will be sharing their life journeys, their testimonies, how they've developed their depth with um, their relationship with God, songs or maybe scripture-themed verses for their lives, things that could encourage other women to foster growth with Jesus. Well, I would like to thank uh, those who have listened today, have listened to the chat. Uh, I look forward to being able to come to you uh, each Saturday morning mm-hmm. from 9 to 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, this program can also be accessed through radio station WYGS, which is on the FM 91.1 dial. You can listen to it live stream and through podcasts by downloading the WYGS app. The chat will also be available through iTunes. Well, thank you, Tracy, for coming today and and just getting to know. Again, it was uncomfortable for me, but Mm -hmm. I noticed you laughed quite a bit. (laughs) I really enjoyed it, (laughs) being on this side of the mic. (laughs) Well, you're going to get your day. Believe me, you're going to get your day. So thank you, listeners. I've appreciated your tuning in today and look forward to future times when we can sit and have a chat. Cause he wrote, and his message is clear, go tell the world.